3: You've been listening, and I welcome you back to Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I'm the host, Rashad McDonald. As I say every week, the interviews and information that this show provides is for you. And it's time to stop reading. And we do a lot of reading. We do a lot of I want to be like that person. I wish I could be like that person. But we don't have the information, we don't have the goals, we don't have the prep to reach those goals that a lot of people, quite frankly, may not have the talent. So we should look in the mirror and find out what our talent is. And I always say, lead with your gift. And don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. So let's get started. My guest is East York, the owner of York Promotions. His cultural live events and concerts promote mental health awareness. He is a hospitality consultant and restaurant guru. East New York is tackling the mental health crisis Evident in, his, evident in his events nationwide and other communities using his soul healing festivals, the annual R&B Soul Picnic African and Caribbean Festival. And Mr. York offers one stop. I'm telling you, you go to these events and he one to stop sessions with licensed mental health therapists and a panel of mental health experts who provide yoga to life or spiritual coaching right there on the spot at a concert. Unheard of. He is on the show to discuss his career journey, his upcoming events, and why mental health awareness is so important. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, East York. How you doing, sir? Hey, how you, I'm great. How are you? You know, New York, I see I see York. i want to put New York in front. I want to put New in front of it. I just want to put New York in front of it. I apologize. <laughs> it's, all, it's,
1: all, it's all good,
3: man. No, well, it's well all, I, I, all right. you know, um, your events, um, first yeah. of all, can you give a little history of your background in the business? I know I mentioned the hospitality consultant and restaurant guru. What is your What is your background?
1: My background is I was I was born in New York, but uh, went to school went to Rutgers University in New Jersey. Right. And while I was at Rutgers, um, I learned the restaurant and hospitality. I learned the restaurant industry. Right. Um, at a restaurant called Delta's with a um, guy named Joshua Suggs, who also went to Rutgers and. His, uh, his wife, Coretta. Um, I, while working at the restaurant, um, I worked at, uh, a part time at the Hilton Hotel, Hive Hotel. Um, so I learned hospitality in in the, uh, in, in the hotel industry as well. It was, uh, it was very disciplined. Um, I began consulting after that on, on, uh, on other restaurants and their operations. And I helped, um, investors open restaurants in the New York and New Jersey area. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I moved to Atlanta, actually, in the late 90s as a consultant. Uh, Mm -hmm. I worked on projects like Club Dreams, Studio 72, um, you know, big uh, nightclub owners like Alex Gidron helped him with uh, some projects he had. Um, And so I just moved in that space for, for some years. And then I tried my hand at being a restaurateur myself Mm-hmm. With the restaurant on Auburn Avenue called Burger Bar, mm. um, yep, yep. I had that restaurant going for about three and a half years, mm-hmm. and then uh, this is around the, the, the third year I was open, or fourth year I would say. Um, I was open. They started to build on that streetcar project. I don't know if you right if you're familiar with right goes through Auburn Avenue. Mm-hmm. And when that started, when that happened, they actually cut the street off, um, and they told us that the businesses on that street that. Uh, you know, you guys, uh, you know, this, this project will only take three months. So, um, you know, figure it out for three months. And the project actually took over a year. Um, during that time, no one on the street can make money. You know, us restaurants, no, none, none of the businesses. And so we complained to the city. But uh, what I then did was I turned my restaurant into a hospitality training center. And so I taught hospitality. And so I started doing classes on management, um, everything from mixology, service, at all all different parts of the business. And you know, I just said, you know, let me let me do that um until until they until I can open up until the street the streetcar project is done. Um
3: let me ask you this: Now you that. a burger bar because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a burger man. I'll tell you right now, oh, yeah. I can't walk past a good burger without. Now Burke, what was your burger bar set up? Because I just want to give a background. Because you know, restaurant and hospitality two separate things, but dealing with people, dealing with being able to convince people to customer service quality you know quality room quality food now let's go back to the hospitality before we go back to the burger bar because i want to talk about those burgers now Mm -hmm. hospitality what makes a good hotel what makes a a hotel because i know what i have but there's a consistency that that brings people back based on pricing too so what makes a good hotel
1: yeah to me it's a combination of things um more importantly to me is is the proper staff with the proper training staff to me is the key um, and good staff are people who can, who can anticipate guests wants and needs. Um, to be honest with you, Sean, I think it's something that's innate in people, right? You have to want to please people Right. to be in, to be, to be good in hospitality and some of the best hotels across the, uh, I've, I've traveled to some of the best hotels around the country. Um, and and the, best serve, the, the best hotels come with the best servers of service, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so staff is, is key to me. So mm-hmm. that, that, that's number one. Everything else sort of falls in line. I think a good restaurant, cleanliness, quality is important. And again, all that falls into anticipating guests' wants and needs.
3: Now you know. Now before the, we were talking to East York, his restaurant was in Atlanta. Then they're gonna start construction, which is like a death nail to a lot. You know, you, yeah. people can't get to you. How are you gonna sell your your product? You know, it, plus it looks uncomfortable in that whole environment because people don't want to go anywhere. where it's a, a task or effort to 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 get to it? Now, what was but, your menu like? Because you decided that the burgers are something that you're gonna put your brand behind. Why burgers? Yeah,
1: because I felt like that's a great American pastime. Um, that's true. One thing that I can I would say as an American, as a, as a guy who was as a black man born in America, is we learn a lot of America's great pastimes and we kind of uh, indulge in it when we when we when we when we want to feel comfortable. And burgers is one of them, just like milkshakes and fries, you know all that other fun. Stuff. Right, but burgers was <laughs> one.
3: <laughs> gotta have them fries, now. He's gotta have them fries. <laughs> and
1: so uh, I said, you know, let me do a good spin on burgers, and I did everything from, 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 you know, uh, fish burgers to, you know, vegan burgers, and, right? And 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 one of my one of my best sellers, sean you're gonna like this. I did a one pound burger. Okay. It was it was literally a pound, a pound of meat, and I used to get a lot of the. A lot of the university college football students used to stop in and challenge
3: that one burger. Um, <laughs> That's a, and I'm 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 a big double meat guy, you know, so I know what one pound can do to you now. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I loved it. You know, and I, you know, when you when you talk about the process, you know, because I I've done some promotion in my day. And and my whole thing, and you're right, to be a promoter is about pleasing. The, that was always my mindset, you know, wanting the customer to feel they got more for their money, you know, overvaluing the product, you know, like I said, especially when you're dealing with black customers. Because I always tell people, you know, they're all not always, their entertainment dollar isn't as disposable as it might be for a person black. who is not black. And so, and a lot of things operate off that. It really does operate on the first and the 15th. Those, that's when the money's there it's available to be entertained and i used to set my concert dates or my uh, uh, event dates tied to those specific uh, weekends because i felt that i i sold tickets now now you in hospitality you're in restaurant mm-hmm. business now mm-hmm. you're going into these festivals and these outdoor events what made you courageous what? in that direction what what encouraged you to feel that you know something, i can do this i can i can i can convince 3,000, 4,000, 10,000 people to come to an event? Right, right.
1: Well, um, thanks for that question. Um, so I launched uh, York Promotions in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, you know, I had always dabbled into right. promotion, um, and, uh, you know, when I was up north, and I had family who was in the entertainment. And so what I did was, um, to to me, it was important to, you know, In hospitality, again, you learn to anticipate people's wants and needs. And I felt like I had a good grasp on that. And so it made me want to give them more of what they wanted and needed. And so, so, so promotion was just sort of second nature to me. Um, And, you know, and so, you know, and I wanted to elevate it. And, And one thing that, one of the things that was important to me is giving people purposeful, meaningful experiences. You know, something that's not just about, you know, bringing some entertainer, or some rapper, or some somebody to sing. I'm talking about an an event producing, curating events that people want to come to, mm-hmm. and that that they, they actually get something out of, like you said, Rashawn, something that they they feel like I got something out of this. You know, Cause that's so that,
3: that, because that's important because a lot that. of people understand that because you know, and in, 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 as a promoter, uh, and as as an event planner. It's a lot of people are approach, have approached me. Let's do this. Let's do this. But if I could understand how the actual customer got something out of it, now, you know because you know as a promoter or or, or, or an event planner, you know you can you're going to benefit if the if you have your budget and a certain amount of people show up, then there's a profit margin and you're going to benefit from the profit margin. Now, if they don't, if they show up, what about the customer? Did they benefit? And I think a lot of people a lot of promoters don't see that and that doesn't achieve longevity. And I, and from my, from my understanding, because you have that caring factor, that hospitality mentality, that customer service mentality that leads to your events being successful. Correct.
1: 100%. You know, I felt like, I felt like I wanted, you know, to get away from, again, when I, when I moved away from the hospital, the restaurant business, you know, I was capped at 15% profit margin to me to me it was important to sort of scale that the idea of, of pleasing people, of uh, you know, and to again anticipating their wants and needs and delivering it. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, growing it growing it to to the level where you are sort of again curating experiences for them and to make them feel like they, they're getting something out of it was uh was very important.
3: You know, uh, you know the so. thing about it is you know like I said people always say you know behind every great man there's a great woman behind every talent there's a great manager behind every great production there's a great producer. And I'm saying yep. that in this situation You're producing these events around the city like the Arts the Arts Atlanta at the Underground Atlanta, Camp Creek Soul Fest, the Beach State, which is an all white block party, you know, Spice and Beats at the Underground Atlanta. You know, then you have the right. Atlanta African-Caribbean Festival and then the So-So yep. Dev Festival at the Central Park in Atlanta. These are events because my show broadcasts nationwide. You know, look at, you know, is there a website they can go to where they see these calendar events? and They they can tell their cousins, or their relatives, or they can plan a visit to come to your events. Where can they go to find oh. these events on your website,
4: East?
1: Oh, yeah, they can go to com, And as soon as they go, there, it's Y-O-R-K. Plural, dot com, mm-hmm. And then as uh, soon as they go there, they'll start. They'll see the list of uh, events that we have um, curated throughout the year. Um, and, it, and, you know, we change it frequently because we always add stuff on um, as we are taking some of these events on tour. Um, but, yeah, no, definitely they go to the website, www.yorkpromotions.com. And they will uh, see
3: everything there. You know, it's really interesting because, you know, East, when I'm, when I'm listening to you, you know, you're you're a promoter. So, you know, there's that, an unknown factor to you. You know, you're not, let's throw out a name, you're not a celebrity of Ricky Smiley or some other famous person, <laughs> uh, Anthony Anderson. Then people go, oh, that's Anthony Anderson. But you are really <laughs> the star but don't nobody know that for these events. So you get to, oh, you yeah. get to walk around, you get to get to see people and, and from a, from a personal standpoint or ask questions. How does that, how does that, how does you? what's that experience like when you at your event and you get to see it from a, from a, from a kind of like a background, but you, but you the one that's producing it. It's not,
1: the experience is, it feels very good. You know, we we built, and you've done this too, Sean. We've built great relationships with talent right. and their management. And what a lot of people don't see is we tend to dial into their their struggles as well. And and what I mean by that is a lot of times when people are not doing, they're, if they're not on tour, you have to ask yourself, well, what are they doing on their past time? As they're trying to fill, fill in their time with money-making opportunities. Right. <laughs> You know, we become sort of the second people they call. Absolutely,
3: Absolutely, right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm talking of East York Band, of York Promotions. He's a lot of events that uh, nationwide, not just Atlanta, but more importantly, we focused on his Atlanta events where he uh, provides mental health awareness. When we come back, we're yes. going to talk about why is that important, how it works at his events, but more importantly, if you want to talk to him, call us. He's making a difference in the community by providing mental health awareness counselors at his events.
5: Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations
2: Masterclass. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts let's take a moment to breathe deep inhale extend your spine remain focused on what you're doing if safe to do so exhale slowly leaning to one side inhale back to center if safe to do so exhale slowly to the opposite side Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council.
4: Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be, like are they gonna call me grandma, like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity
1: Programming is made possible in part by support from 3815 Media, led by Emmy and NAACP Image Award-winning television producer, Rashawn McDonald. 3815 Media offers social media management, podcast production, designs logos, and develops websites. Additional services include brand management and career development consulting services. More information is available at 470 688 381 or via email at info at 3815media.com. Keep winning.
5: You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations, Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald.
3: Lonnie Love went to Prairie View A&M University in Houston, Texas for about four years and got her engineering degree. Lonnie worked as an engineer for IBM and other companies for more than 10 years. Then she realized that engineering was not her passion. Stand-up comedy was her gift.
4: I just
1: think everybody should tell their journey. And especially people of color, people don't understand how hard it is for us to make it. That's why I want everybody, especially during the pandemic, to share their story, you know? And so this is my story. I grew up in Detroit in the Brewster Project, and it just takes you through that whole life thing. Because, you know, some people only know me from the Real or from Chelsea Lately or, you know, the, the, the shows that Rashawn would put me on, graciously. <laughs> <strangely. laughs> um, so but you know it's a whole journey
3: if you want to hear this full interview with lonnie love visit moneymakingconversation.com keep winning HBCUs represent black excellence. If you attend or are an alumnus of an HBCU, we want to hear about your story. The My HBCU Story Digital Library will allow current HBCU students and alumni to share their stories. More information is available at hbcucollegeday.com. You can upload a photo. The photo can be recent or from when you attended your HBCU. More information is available at hbcucollegeday.com.
5: Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald.
3: You know, I'm speaking to East York, the owner of York Promotion, that's Y-O-R-K Promotions. Uh, he's a cultural live events expert, concerts that promote mental health awareness during the event. Now you have an event coming up and, uh, and you chose, just well, the interesting part about you, you're not afraid of going into territories that people have told you won't work. And um, just speaking globally to my audience, there's an area in Atlanta called the Atlanta Underground. And it was very popular one time. And then all of a sudden basically it just died off. And, and and now they're trying to bring it back. And um, my man, Mr. York, decided he's going to take one of his events down there. And it's proven to be an event that's proven to be very popular. But more importantly, it's, it's, it's reinvigorating a part of the community that had died off, or people saw, had no value. How is it important? And how did you conceptualize, Mr. York, that going to Atlanta Underground, an area of Atlanta, which people have written off, people said, hey, don't go down there, they got crime, people going to go, you'll you never make it. But you decided to go against the grain. Why?
1: Well, um, Rashawn, to me, I, I felt like it was important to speak to the pride of Atlanta, right? Um, when when we activated Atlanta in, 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 in a certain way, I was trying to figure out what where, what areas or what things does does Atlanta have that represent its pride? And the underground was one. It was this nostalgic place that everyone spoke about. Even people from around the country, when they came to Atlanta, they knew about the underground. Rappers had it in their songs, etc. That's true. And so when you when the Yep. And then when I went there, I was like, wow, this can't be this underground, this great underground that everyone spoke of. And so um, the, the, the idea came and I said, you know what, I'm inspired to do an art event, an art driven event there to speak to the art or creative community here in Atlanta. Make them come out, come back out to the underground, let them feel it. And you know art is so raw, right so right. art is is almost has no definition, it's just raw, mm-hmm. and the underground to me was raw, so I said, let's use the underground and let's 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 sort of make it our canvas and bring in Atlanta creatives and have them just sort of go crazy and so we touch on.
3: Every all the different creative spaces from music. But, but, but from let art. me ask you this question <laughs> though: Is how many people mm-hmm. thought you were crazy, or you were out of your mind, or you felt that hey, this is a great idea, but this is not the right idea? How many people thought they that?
1: Said, oh, they all, they all did. They all did. They all did. They said, "Listen, we're not going back down there. You can go down there. We're not going back." Down
3: there. <laughs> 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 but but in and the so, midst of uh, all this mental health, you know. You know, I know we jokingly use the word crazy, which is associated sometimes when you're talking about people who are mentally not stable. And a lot of these words have not become PC. You have to be, watch how you use the R word, which you, years back, you can say those words publicly and, and people will not take offense to them. Now, mental health awareness, we all know in the black community, that's a word that mental health that black people run from. People, they don't want to acknowledge stress. They don't want to, we don't even want to acknowledge high blood pressure, let alone mental stress. Now, why mental health awareness at your event?
1: Well, you know, mental health challenges are real. and It plays the black community. We all know this. Um, and we wanted to take advantage of, uh, of all the large gatherings and these events and use them as a safe space for people to come and enjoy our food, music, culture, and be exposed to opportunities you know, to learn best practices and coping mechanisms for healing and, and uh, you know, holistic health uh, through complimentary soul healing chats with licensed therapists. You know, I event attendees, you know, they get to sit down and talk to therapists, you know, who, who look at them and they they, they address their challenges and, um, you know, and, and they it, it, has, it has a great impact um, for them, for their families, you know, you also get to learn yoga and meditation, um, you know, and, and other mechanisms to help you help you cope and deal. And again, I, I, it's all under the backdrop of a festival.
3: You know, and it's really interesting because, I, I, I tell us, I got a phone call. Let me take this phone call. That I don't want to. the to. Hold on to it, Demita. Uh, are you on the line? This is Rashawn McDonald. You're also speaking to Mr. East, East East York of York Promotions. What is your question?
2: Hi. Good afternoon. Calling to find out how I can get involved. As a volunteer or any other uh, way that may, maybe Mr. York may need
3: help, Well, they lining no, up definitely. now for Thanks. you, Mr. York? They they hear you. They hear what you're doing for the community. You know, you're not just selling tickets, but you're selling health. You're selling. Uh, oh, you're yeah, selling man. change, and I think that's the motivating factor behind why I brought you on the show. Because, you know, we all can go to a concert, but do we go to the concert where you actually know the promoter cares about you? And that's what you do. Right. Now, please explain. Her name is Demita. How can she get involved as a volunteer or a person who wants to be involved with your concerts or are they at a data contact line? Please talk to her.
1: Yes. How, how, how are you? Um, and thank you for the call. Um, we invite all help. And uh, obviously, you know, it takes a lot to produce these things. So, but I, you, can, you can email me direct, actually, at AIS at YorkPromotions.com you know i'm I'm always checking my emails and again we all we encourage help you know in every way
3: and uh did you have any other questions Demita?
2: No, that's it. Thank you very much. I'm definitely on a health and wellness journey, and just to know that somebody is interested in that more than just like you said, just entertainment so
3: well, you know the beauty. So sometimes that's how you have to reach people, you know, because you know I used to do stand-up comedy, and as a stand-up comedian, you know, I used to go on stage. I always knew that people in that audience had issues, and they and I'm saying with life issues, you know, they work all day, they might they might be have an argument with their wife or their husband, or they may have gotten fired, they may have they might not have a job, and so I knew as a stand-up, I was dealing with a, a lot of issues that I was not aware of on that stage and my number one job was to entertain them. My number one job was for an hour or 45 minutes however long I was on stage was to make them forget about all that crisis that was that they walked away from that they have to return to when I said good night. And that's why I'm attracted to what you're trying to do, York, because that was my mentality as a performer. And at your events, you're taking it a step further. You're having licensed therapists at your events, correct?
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we do. Yep, and we uh, We give they they uh they you get to sit down with them for at least six minutes and 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 talk and just open up.
3: Wow, and so let's go back to your events. Now you got the Arts Atlanta is every first Friday at the Atlanta Underground?
1: Yes it is, every first Friday. next one's coming up September 1st.
3: And then after that, October 6th and then November 3rd. Every first Friday it's called the Arts Atlanta at the Atlanta Underground that we talked about. What is it, nighttime event?
1: Yeah, we start at 9 p.m. and we go to 3 a.m. actually. The latest people, some people,
3: some people hang out at 3 a.m. They love it. <laughs> I'm tell you right now. I'm old school. I'm, sure I'm going to say goodbye by 1 o'clock because that's what time the clubs closed back in my day. They play the country song, and then I say it's time to go. They put on the country and western music. They're trying to run us out of here. But the beauty of it, as, as we wrap up this interview, Mr. York, what exactly goes on at that event, the Arts Atlanta, that happens the first Friday at the Underground in Atlanta every First Friday. What what is the what is the uh, entertainment and what is the accomplishment as we wrap this interview up?
1: Okay, it's an immersive art experience. So when you come, you experience all different forms of art. So we have regular, we have art, we have film, music, we have comedy, we have dance, mm. uh, we even have DJs. We have food. So when you come there, again, it's an immersive art experience. So. It's sensory overload, art sensory overload,
3: and so. So you have uh, you have tattoo artists, you have uh, films, b- b- movies that are yeah. being played. Like I said, you have food, so uh, people can drink. Uh, you have great security. Uh, all these things are important that you want people to know down that they come into a very safe environment, a very friendly environment, and I'm assuming a very diverse environment too, uh, racially as well. Correct.
1: Yes, very diverse um, racially. Yeah, people from all walks of life. Um, I've, I've I've met father, I've met grandfathers sitting uh, enjoying experience with their sons and grandsons. Three generations of uh, families just enjoying the experience. So yeah, people from all walks of life, all and types of people.
3: Congratulations again. Uh, tell us how we can reach you. Tell us about your website again. Thank you for coming on money making conversation. How do we get in touch with you?
1: Um, you can get in touch with me at um uh, yorkpromotion. com or ais at yorkpromotion.com. com. then also, I want to throw in there, uh, Rashawn. We got the big event with with Jermaine Dupree Social Death Festival, and that's again a mental health initiative. Wow. That's October seventh and eighth, Saturday, Sunday. I want to make sure.
3: Well, guess know, what? We bring we, you back see. for that event because I think because you yeah. know this is more than just an interview about a concert. This is about our community yeah. supporting an friend. initiative that that, that you've, you've ingrained into your process, You know your events. And like I said, the reason I have to commend you on that because I've done a lot of concerts. I've done music concerts, stand-up comedy concerts. I, co- you know, I created the Hoodie Awards and the Neighborhood Awards. And I never, in my mind, thought this was an option or even thought in this direction. But as a performer, I knew that I was... I was exercising a lot of demons from people when they was on when I was on stage making them laugh. So I knew yeah. from that standpoint my duties, my responsibilities as a performer. But you as a promoter are taking a one step because you're having people there to to assist people. You know they go on stage, they let them know the the the, the facilities and back. If you go back there, talk to a counselor, all that in the in the process of a show. It's an amazing thing. I definitely want to invite you back for the social deaf event that's in October because this is about community and uh, we're making a big push on this show about mental health awareness in the black community. Yeah. We don't want to shove it down people's throat, but I think the way you're doing it makes it edible. Okay. So I want to thank, thank you for coming on the show East York and we talk soon. Okay, my friend.
1: Thank you, brother. Thank you.
3: Yorkpromotions.com. That's where you can reach him and all his events.
5: Let me tell you about the host of Money-Making Conversations, Rushon McDonald. Rushon's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, and former IBM executive. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Money-Making Conversations Masterclass. Money-Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald is produced by 3815 Media, Inc., More information about 3815 Media Inc. is available at 3815media.com. And always remember to lead with your gifts.
0: Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward, don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of black women unite.
2: I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepared to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to a Cross Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.